clarity, connection, authenticity. I'm Alexa Ray, former mental health clinician turned life coach. I quit my full-time career because I was sick of working in a healthcare system where people were not getting the help they needed to actually shift and there were so many gaps present. I am shaking up the mental health game to help women reconnect to their authentic selves and rewrite their story from who they think they should be to who they want to be. In Authentically You, we'll be talking about all things that limit us from connecting to our authentic self. Trauma, self-worth, self-esteem, relationships, communication, addiction, self-compassion, body image, disordered eating, anxiety, challenging beliefs, all of these things. Bottom line is, I want this to help you feel seen, to help you feel safe, heard, and validated. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Authentically You. Um, If you're new to this podcast, welcome. This is really a podcast that I created to sort of empower women to embrace their true selves, to learn ways to heal from their trauma, and to really sort of discover this authentic path to self-love, which is the end goal. But even if we can get to a point of like self-acceptance or shifting even to 5% of the things that we're struggling with, I think that's a win in my opinion. Um, I am your host, Alexa Ray. And today I, I have a topic that has been influenced by a situation I went through at the gym the other day. And so we'll dive right into that in a second. I also wanted to say that I've uh, been recognized, which is really, really exciting. Never really think about these things because I just do things that I authentically want to do and want to help people across the globe is that I I have been, um, what's the word, recognized as one of the top 20 self-help podcasts in Canada by Feedspot. And I'm so, so excited about that. I'm going to put the link because I think I've, I started listening to some of the other ones in the top 20 list and they're also really awesome. So I'm going to put the, the link to this, this, this 20, well, my God, I can't even speak right now. This 20 list, this list of 20 uh, podcasts that are the top 20 self-help podcasts in Canada. Cause I think it's pretty freaking awesome. Um, So anyway, back to why we're here is that I really, again, want to dive into a powerful topic that was influenced by a situation I went through at the gym, as I mentioned. And really, it's about existing in a authentic, existing authentically in a world that often pressures us to fit into a societal norm or fits like is sort of making us feel like we cannot show up authentically because we have to exist in a certain way to please other people. And so the situation that influenced this episode is I was at the gym. I go to the gym usually five in the morning. I'm there for a couple hours or an hour and a half or whatever. So I'm, I'm not always, but a lot of times like I'm listening to music. I love my music. I'm singing out loud. Believe it or not, I'm singing out loud. I'm dancing around in between sets, things like that. I'm not always in this mood. So don't think you're like, oh my God, how are you that alive in the morning? Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm I'm not and I'm listening to intense rap and just going through a thorough moment. But there are times when I'm dancing around anyway. So 
when I'm leaving the gym, there's this lady that has started working the front desk because believe it or not, people who have to get there at five in the morning, the sustainability of someone working the counter at that time, people change over a lot. So anyway, this, this lady has been working at the front desk for probably maybe a couple months or something. And so as I'm leaving the gym, she's like, Hey, I just need to say something to you. And I said, Oh, okay, cool. She says, you know, some, some people have been complaining. A few people have been complaining about your singing. And, um, you know, they're like, I just, they just been sort of mentioning to me that I just wish she could tone it down just a bit. She's like, I think it's great. I think you're happy. I think it's awesome. And I just genuinely said to her, that is an expected thing that I probably would, you know, think about. There were people in the world who would not like my singing because there are people who go to the gym without headphones. I'm a person who has noise canceling headphones on my ears and I'm in my own world because I'm there to work on myself. And so I said to her, like, that's an expected complaint that I probably would hear from some people. And I also want you to know that I just genuinely don't care. I don't care that other people are wanting me to tone. Like, this is literally the word she said. Who wants to hear that they need to tone down their authentic self? If I'm authentically showing up and I'm having good vibes, I'm not going to tone that down. Sorry. So I said to her, you know, this is expected and I don't I don't generally don't care it's not going to change how I show up and and I think you know I'm living my authentic life if I want to sing I want to sing you know if they want to complain they can stay in their lane and complain as well which again it's really awful that they have to complain this front desk lady and then put her in a position to now approach me another person and I said to her you know I do walk pretty confidently around this place and I could imagine that they probably wouldn't come come up to me but you know, I would hope that they would come up to me in person and not have to come to you. But I said, you know, I'm going to live, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do me. They can do them. And that's just how it's going to be. And she was like, okay, thanks. You know, I just want to let you know. And I said, I appreciate you doing your job anyway. So this whole situation, it just really is almost hilarious to me that we do exist in a world where people are complaining about someone singing. Um, and also, it's also just so like frustrating to me that people not really frustrating because I don't, if you want to live your life complaining and then be that miserable, that's fine. Like, I guess it is 5am, but I am not going to be the person that tones down my authentic self for another person. This is why I wanted to create this episode because I think this is so powerful. And then there's a huge lesson in this. And I think that we really, as people, specifically women, are li- living in a world filled with expectations, filled with stereotypes, filled with societal norms that make us feel like we have to conform to be accepted. Like if that, and if I didn't do all of the work that I have done on myself to be authentic and to heal my wounds and to heal my people pleasing tendencies and things like that, I would be so overwhelmed and I would change who I was in that moment. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't sing anymore. You know, otherwise people might not like me. I'm not at a place like where I live that way anymore. I live my life authentically and how I want to show up. And so I can now say that, you know, I can fight this, this feeling that I have to conform to be accepted by other people. But I, I really want to say today that the most authentic version of who you are, whoever that is is the most beautiful version of who you are. And if you take nothing else from this episode, remember that, that 
my authentic version of who I am should not be toned down to appease other people. Now, this would be different if I was being an extreme bitch, being rude, you know, things like that. That's not what I'm speaking about. I'm speaking about the fact that I show up authentically. I've done a lot of work to show up that way. Done a lot of work to not worry about what other people think about me. And that is the most powerful version of who I am that I can be on this planet. It is the most freeing version of who I can be. I feel the most liberated and powerful when I am my most authentic self, which is why I don't exist and don't like to um, surround myself with people who, where I cannot be that version of myself more often. Like sometimes let's say family members, you know, I will sometimes spend some time around ones that I feel like I can't be my most authentic self, but I do still show up authentically. I do put a mask on of some things just to protect myself, but I know deep down that I don't want to spend a lot of time with people in my life now that don't allow me to be authentic. Um, and so I really want us to start this situ this conversation by acknowledging the pressures that we face daily, you know, from a young age, as a girl growing up, we're bombarded with images, what our bodies should look like, what women are supposed to look like. We're bombarded with messages of how we should act. Oh, be a good girl, which means essentially you should be ignoring your own needs and paying attention to how you can control the perception of other people around you by being a good girl. Even if you're struggling, you shouldn't show that, you know, kids should be seen, not heard like these sorts of things. Um, and 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 so we are bombarded with these these messages of how we should show up in the world and these ideals that tell us tell us how to look, right? How to act and how to fit in. If you want to fit in, you've got to fit into this box of people. Um and so these expectations can really lead and I see this all the time with the women I work with to feelings of inadequacy, feelings of having low self-worth, which is something that so many amazing women I work with struggle with. And it makes me emotional to talk about it because it's like, I mean, I used to be one myself, but I think like there are so many women walking on this planet who are struggling with these things still. Like an example I want to use is that I went for dinner for Thanksgiving with my husband's family. And my one aunt is let's say 70-ish, not exactly how how old she is, but she's 70-ish. And she's still talking about going on a diet. And she's not a big person even, like going on a diet. Oh, she's being a good girl so she can have a burger for dinner. Like all of this conversation, um, you know, and, and like if I am 70 and I'm still worried about those sorts of things, I generally don't want to exist, truly. And so I'm, definitely going to be the polar opposite by the time I reach 70. I'm going to be wilding it up in this world. But I just think it's so, it devastates me that there's so many women of all ages, of all shapes, of all capacities that are struggling with this feeling of like, I'm not good enough. I can't be good enough unless I'm perfect and I'm never going to be perfect. And I struggle with feeling like I am a worthy person. Like it makes me emotional to say it. And so the question obviously that we're here to answer is like, what does it mean to exist authentically in a world that often ex encourages conformity? We live in a world where the world wants us to fit in. Even if you think about, we, we hear about 
um, let's say plastic surgery or fillers or all these things. And like people, women are all starting to look the same. If you go down the route of like getting a bunch of fillers, again, this is no shame, but like getting a bunch of fillers, doing all these things, women start to all look the same. And so we're all sort of reaching this or striving for this, this appeal that is identified as the conventionally attractive way to exist. An example would be, or another situation is like not even regards to our looks, but how should we behave? In order to be a woman now, we have to be able to do everything. We need to take care of our family. We're supposed to have kids. We're not supposed to be too dependent on having kids. We should be independent, but not too independent. We should be successful, but not too successful. We should be pretty, but not too pretty. We should be skinny, but not too skinny, right? Like it just goes on and on and on and on. And so you can see how this conformity is very confusing. And so when I think about myself existing authentically in this world that we do exist in, it really starts with self-awareness. And I've been working on this for a long time. Um, and this is exactly why I've started to do the work I am I do with women, because I want to express how important it is to become self-aware. So if you're listening, hopefully you are still, <laughs> take a moment to reflect on who you truly are, right? And this is a big question. It's very loaded. It's not going to happen in this millimeter of a second, but it's like reflecting on who are you truly before you were needed by someone else in your life, before you were told who you were supposed to be. What are your value systems? Are they actually your values or were they um, imposed on you as a child? What are your passions outside of taking care of other people? What are your passions? And the most important one is what are your unique qualities? What is something like for me, an example would be showing up, singing and dancing at the gym that's a uniqueness about me that people would know who I am. If someone said, oh, that's the lady that sings and dances at the gym, people would know, oh, that's her. Um, you know, that's a quality about myself that I'm not willing to tone down. So what is your unique quality that you maybe do hide from the world because you're too um, anxious about how people would will perceive that? Because really embracing our authenticity means that we own our story. It means that we're celebrating our individuality as women. We're not hiding it. We're not trying to conform. And I've been through periods and there's still things that show up in my life where I'm like, I'm trying to conform. Or I'm trying to, you know, create this version of myself that I have to really be conscious of. And this is where the self-awareness comes in. Now that I have self-awareness, I can catch myself and go, oh, why are you doing this thing? Is it to appease other people or is it because you genuinely want to, right? And so trying to stand up, to own your story. This is who I am. I am not perfect. That's okay. I am different than you. And that is okay. You know, recently I've started writing some some music and um, I've written a song about my journey of growing up in the 80s and 90s where diet culture was so strong and like skinny, 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 anorexic skinny was so powerfully driven into my mind of me feeling like if I'm going to be worthy, I have to be so tiny. And one of the lyrics I wrote was that, um, I can't, I can't remember right now, you know, let me think for one second. Okay. I think I remember I'm going to sing it. Um, if you're skinny, you're still too fat. The dream is unrealistic, but keep on striving till you're not thriving because no one can be individualistic right so it's like we are literally thriving or trying to exist in this version of the world but keep on striving till you're not thriving because we're constantly on this chase to, to conform to something that's always evolving 
And the bottom line is that no one can be individualistic. And so, you know, we have to learn to celebrate our individuality, plain and simple. Thank you for coming on the journey of me singing. <laughs> um, and once we get to self-awareness, that is obviously the number one step I say to any person that I work with around shifting things, you have to become self-aware. And the next most important step um, is the journey to self-acceptance. You are enough just as you are. That is the biggest message I want you to take again is like, you are enough just as you are. You don't have to have the perfect house. You don't have to have a, um, you know, a nice wardrobe. You don't have to have all of these things that you were told you have to do to be enough. You are enough. Doesn't matter how you're showing up, whether you're struggling with addiction, whether you're worried about your financial situation, whether you feel like you're never going to have enough, even the amount of stuff that you do, just say in this moment, I am enough just as I am. Repeat it with me. I am enough just as I am. I think when we look at this sort of thing, like healing from our trauma, addressing low self-worth, those sorts of things, they are a process. They don't happen overnight. They take hard work. They take consistency. But it does start with this belief that I am worth investing in, that I am deserving of love and acceptance. And this is why I say like when women invest in my program, it's a powerful journey. Like the stuff that we go through and the person that they become on the other end is extremely inspirational. I could cry just thinking about the women who have, have transformed. But it starts with the fact that, hey, I am worth investing in. I'm going to financially invest in my healing so that I can be different. Instead of investing in a diet, instead of investing in, you know, let's say um, plastic surgery or fillers, you know, those sorts of things, um, a trip, right? I'm going to say that I am deserving of love and acceptance. I am self-worth. I am worth enough to invest in myself. And that is a huge part. I always say there's so much transformation in the actual transaction of investing in yourself. Um, and so again, this is the first step of self-acceptance is saying all of these things to yourself and remembering that my past, whatever your past is, whatever you were taught to believe about yourself, it does not define your future. It might be the story that you're living by today, but it does not mean that you have to continue to live by that story. And so in my, in my actual coaching practice and healing practice, I often see, like I said, really incredible transformation that, that takes place when women discover self-acceptance and self-love. And this process of acceptance and love is such a powerful force, such a powerful force. And this is why I can say, I can go into that gym and say, I'm going to keep singing. Even if someone doesn't think it's cool, they can get headphones, number one. <laughs> Number two, I'm going to keep showing up the way I want to show up. So it's because I have this self-acceptance, because I have this self-love, it's just such a powerful force for me that I can break free from the societal expectations that have been placed on me to conform and to not, you know, make more people uncomfortable, make people uncomfortable around me. I'm going to embrace my authentic self, right? This force is going to help me break free and embrace who I am authentically. And that's what I want for you. It's a love for yourself that allows you to be you unapologetically. And that sounds kind of corny, but it's so true. Like, I'm not going to apologize for how I show up at 5 a.m. when I'm just trying to get through this thing called life just as you are. I'm not going to apologize for that version of myself ever, ever. 
Um, and so transitioning yourself or transitioning, that's not the word I meant to say, surrounding yourself with a supportive community, like I said, is a crucial aspect of living authentically. Like I said, connecting with like-minded souls and people who share this journey of being authentic on this planet can really provide us strength, um, inspiration, and overall, the most important is a safe space to be your true self. Like I said, I'm over hanging out with people who I can't be my authentic self with. It's exhausting to be around people like that. And I feel so grateful that I have people in my life who I can be my true self with and I can show up how I am and they can show up how they are. And I just think it's so freaking cool that I have that. And I'm just extremely grateful for that. So um, that is one thing I'm saying, like, you know, starting to pay attention to who you're surrounding yourself with, who supports you being who you are, who doesn't support being who you are, and then shifting how much time you spend with those people. I think it's also really important um, is how we challenge these norms, how we challenge societal expectations. And this can be a courageous act, I must say is to sit there and say like, wait a second, why are we doing these things? Why are ev- why does everyone feel like they can't age as a woman? Why is everyone feeling like they can't, they have to like have everything prim and proper and act a certain way around other people? We have to start challenging it. Otherwise we're never going to be able to break free from it. And we're always going to think that is the way to exist. But guys, I was there. Like I believe that I had to exist in a certain way for people to like me. And if no one liked me, then what was my worth? But now that I have worth inside of myself, I don't look externally for those things. And so it's a very courageous act. And we have to remember that change often starts with people who dare to be different. And this is why I have this podcast. This is why I show up on social media, even though I don't really like social media. This is why I do what I do. Because I want people to be influenced, not by influencers or influencing you to buy certain makeup products, nothing against them, but that's not my jam. My jam is I want to show up to dare you to be different, to dare you to push out of your limits. And I get messages from women all the time on my social media, just telling me like, just your content makes me feel like I can be who I want to be. Like that is why I do what I do. Embracing authenticity doesn't mean that we're rejecting these societal norms. It just means that we're redefining them on our own terms. Like for me, like I'm going to redefine, I'm going to dress how I want to dress. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to be who I want to be. I'm not saying that I'm fully rejecting these norms, but I'm recognizing that they are a barrier in my life and I'm redefining what they look like for me specifically. Um, And so that's what I want you to remind you to really look back on is, you know, asking yourself, you know, who are you truly learning around what self-acceptance looks like learning, um, to develop this sense of self-love and self-acceptance, challenging these norms that come up for you and finding yourself the community that you need to be able to be feel safe enough to open up to be who you truly are. And this comes down to intimate relationships and friendships too. You know, it, it applies in both of those areas. And so as we sort of wrap up the episode, you know, I want to leave you with this, this thought is that existing authentically is a gift to yourself. It's a journey of self-discovery, healing, and self-love. And it's all about embracing your uniqueness, living your life on your, by your own values and creating a life that 
truly resonates with you. Living and creating a life that truly resonates with you, not other people. And so I want to appreciate the time that you've taken to listen to this episode. Remember that you are a strong, badass, beautiful woman or person, and you are enough just as you are. So I really hope that you feel a little bit inspired. That's why this ripple effect of me doing these things, whether this means you're like, hey, I'm going to go try to do something I've always wanted to do and I've been too scared of. I'm going to try and do something even though I feel embarrassed to do it, right? Those are the steps we need to take and feel uncomfortable in those moments if we ever want to get to the other side. So stay true to yourself, live authentically. I genuinely appreciate you listening in. And if you have found this episode helpful and you're like, hey, I want to try some more other work or some deeper work to get to the other side, please send me a message on Instagram or send me an email at hello at alexaray.ca. Ray is R-A-E. Um, and we can chat about doing some work together. I'd be honored, you know, and, um, remember that you're not alone. There's a lot of women that are working through authenticity and self-love and that we are all in it together. So peace and love to everyone. And I hope you are well. Hello, lovely human. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Authentically You. It truly, it means a lot to have you here listening. And I hope you really took something away from this episode. If you are ever looking for more, check me out on Instagram. I am posting inspirational stuff there all the time. And if you ever want to dig deeper, please reach out to me as well. And let's have a chat about you doing some deeper one-on-one healing. Because let me tell you, that is when the true magic happens. Mm -hmm.